Hi everyone, I'm Dean Turple and this is Dean Turple's podcast. Today is September 14th. It's Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I put out a podcast and I apologize for that. I make myself little notes about things I want to talk about and then um, I lost that little post-it note that was laying on my desk, things I wanted to talk about. So uh, I was waiting for it to reappear and it doesn't look like it's going to reappear. So here we are. Every couple of weeks, uh, sometimes more often, and sometimes just a tiny bit less often, but usually not more than every couple of weeks, I meet with um, A.D. Ritchie and A.D. Gonzalez um, in what we call a nursing leadership meeting. We often have other people join us, things that are going on, you know, that are pertinent to the ASN program that we need to talk about. But the three of us sit down and look at what's going on and make plans. Um, those meetings are, you know, to keep things running in the ASN program. Faculty are super busy. They are teaching in the classroom at least two days a week, and most of them have clinical for 12 hours at least two other days a week. And then they do have some student hour obligations, which are called office hours. So getting together with them frequently is not that easy. So the three of us make plans. Um, A.D. Ritchie meets with the faculty on North. A.D. Gonzalez meets with the faculty on Central and South. And um, you know that's kind of the way we communicate. So one of the things we talked about today, uh, the two associate deans um, talked about with me, is session four. So we're always, you know, trying to plan ahead. It's not always that easy, but planning ahead for session four, which starts in October, and talking about trying to get students who might be retracking back in. So to be sure that we have everybody, if you are, if you had to sit out for session two because of the not having a COVID-19 vaccine and you are looking, so you're in one of the specialties or you're in a course that's starting in October and you are finished now with your COVID vaccine series and expecting to get back in, please just make contact, send an email um, to A.D. Ritchie or A.D. Gonzalez depending on your campus. Of course, on South Campus, you can send one to Ms. Kathy Nasca on Central Campus to Ms. Teresa Abrams, and on North Campus to Ms. Shivani Gupta. Everybody uh, calls her Joy. And just, you know, remind them that you're retracking or that, you know, that you're ready to go back in because you finished your COVID vaccine series. Don't expect any kind of confirmation, but know that they do get those emails because we're planning right now for session four and we've also started planning ahead for January. So if you're retracking back in January because of the COVID vaccine or because you need to get back in a class that you were unsuccessful with the first time, be sure you keep in contact with them about that as well. We wanna make sure everybody who needs a spot gets a spot. Um, so just you know, a little plug there for keeping in touch with them. Just one more thing related to COVID-19, and that's that I've had some students recently, you know, be a little bit surprised and upset, I guess, um, maybe surprised and maybe not upset, but that they were take, caring for COVID-19 patients in the hospital and clinical. So what happened over the past year is that we had students in the hospitals and occasionally we would have an exposure to COVID-19. 
And when I say exposure, I guess I don't mean a true exposure because it, it wasn't considered a true exposure, but a student would inadvertently be caring for a patient that nobody knew was COVID positive until after the student and the nurses and whoever else had been caring for the patient. So in addition to the fact that really the care that's needed in the hospital and the care that's being provided by nurses is to COVID-19 patients. In addition to that, and the need for students in order to get clinical time to be able to care for COVID-19 patients, and also to make sure that we have the right um, PPE for, for people, for students caring for COVID-19 patients. We are fit testing everyone eventually. We kind of started from cardio and are working our way back. Eventually everybody will be fit tested. And then depending on where your rotation is, where your clinical is, you will likely be um, assigned the number of masks you need to take care of COVID-19 patients while in the hospital during clinical. So for some of you that will be, you know, eight masks for eight weeks. The hospitals have their nurses and other staff using those masks one per day. So you'll have one per clinical day. So, you know, regarding being concerned about taking care of COVID patients, I understand that concern. Um, I guess there are a couple different perspectives on that. Um, my perspective is that it is much safer to take care of a patient when you know the diagnosis than when you don't. And really that has to do with the fact that all patients who are respiratory patients should be cared for like they have COVID-19, like they've had any kind of communicable disease for the past however many, you know, 50 years or more. They should have been cared for with the appropriate mask, but that didn't always happen. And when we were meeting this morning with um, Ms. Gonzalez and Ms. Ritchie, we talked about the fact that the three of us really were starting our nursing careers around the time that HIV became prevalent or even known. And people were concerned about taking care of patients with HIV. And it turned out that people who were nurses who were caring for patients who had a known HIV were much more careful and had much fewer, many fewer exposures. And that's the way it is with COVID-19 too. It's always safer when you know what the patient has. And it's just sort of uh, human nature to be more careful when you know what, this, what the patient has. So, you know, I understand your concerns. I will tell you that most nurses, and this is certainly what I did when I was in practice, um, would keep their shoes in the car or in the garage and don't wear them in the house after they've worn them in the hospital. Um, many nurses uh, take off their scrubs before greeting any family members. For those of you who might live in a house that has um, that and you park in a garage or you go into a garage, maybe that means changing clothes in the garage before you go in the house and showering right away. For other people, that means maybe you know going right in and changing scrubs and taking a shower, changing out of scrubs and taking a shower, and then maybe even keeping those scrubs separate from your other clothes until they're laundered. Um, you know, that, that's sort of just what people do. Don't take your supplies inside, inside of your house, um, you know, or wash them, wipe them off with alcohol wipes before you let anybody touch them or before you take them in and lay them on your counter in your house like your ID, like your stethoscope. 
Um, I never had that stuff in my home. I always kept it in the car or in the garage or somewhere where I could grab it quick on my way to work, but certainly not where anybody could be playing with it or holding it or touching it. Um, just to keep them safe from anything that might be on it. Wash those items frequently. Take a Clorox wipe at home and wash those items off. Take a, an, um, an equipment wipe and wipe them off before you leave the hospital, before you get in your car. There are plenty of places in the hospital to use. Don't steal, obviously, a canister of them, but you can certainly use one to wipe off your personal belongings as you're leaving. Clean everything really thoroughly. And know that, really, there isn't going to be a choice, unfortunately, in who we take care of. And many times we don't know what people have until after we've taken care of them. So it's good to know upfront and treat everybody the same. Treat everybody like they could potentially have COVID. So that's all I really wanted to say about COVID-19. If you're on the waiting list because you missed the cutoff for the vaccination, um, or if you have declined the vaccination, you need to be in touch with your associate dean. So if you've not taken the COVID-19 vaccine, if you have no plans to take it, you should make an appointment to chat with things, um, to chat with your associate dean about where you are, where you're going, what the options are, okay? So this isn't something you should do via email. You should make an appointment to meet with them via Zoom, via Teams, or in person um, to really talk with them about what your concerns are and what your plans are and how we can help you move forward. We're in um, almost the middle of the term, right? So maybe we are in the middle. So many of you have had two, at least two tests in your courses and maybe you're struggling just a little bit. I hope as many of you as possible could make it to Professor Varghese's session on critical thinking in nursing school exams last week. We have another one coming up. Won't really help you that much. It might help you on October 4th. You shouldn't have your, ex your final exams until the next week. So I just emailed everybody. I hope you'll share that with maybe your peers and your classmates who are not currently in class. Um, that's via Zoom. If you're on North Campus on Monday, October 4th, and you want to stay on North Campus and uh, attend the workshop in person with Dr. Vaccarella, you can certainly do that in Building 41. But it is going to be on Zoom and open to every single person. Um, I just want to remind you that, as well, there are tutors in the Academic Success Centers, and you can meet with them remotely. If you are on South Campus, in the taking classes in the South Campus Nursing Department, you can meet with a tutor from Central or North. They are there for everybody. And I hope you'll do that because they could maybe help you with some test taking strategies. Remember that I really focus or I place high value on learning some personal test taking strategies like developing some habits, developing some rituals around taking tests to keep you calm to do the same thing every time. I read a very interesting article a couple of weeks ago that um, people, that nursing students tend to have more stress from the act of taking the test than from actually not knowing the material. So many of you know the material, you might be letting your stress get in the way of that. So I just encourage you to focus on some stress management techniques, um, developing rituals, and we can certainly talk about that if you need some assistance with that. 
It's been really exciting for me to hear about everyone's clinical and I've gotten such positive you know, feedback from students and talking about the things they've been doing in clinical it really makes me happy. I'm so proud of all of you. Um, I, you know, Just the other day I had a faculty member talk about on South about how great the students were about helping out. Just even moving little things around and, and in the lab and it was just really heartwarming to hear so I just want to tell you thank you so much. I'm so proud of all of you. You're doing a great job and I look forward to meeting up with you. Don't forget that I have student hours on Thursdays. Always happy to chat with you. Um, there will be some upcoming Thursdays where I'll be busy because we have stuff going on, but most of the time I'm available during student hours. And if I'm not, get in touch with Ms. Muhammad, my colleague, and she'll set you up a time to meet with me. Everybody have a great week. Keep doing a great job.